We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Monday, it's September 19th. It is 2022. We have seven baseball games we're going to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Another day, another dollar. Uh, ready to come in and, and break down some MLB with you and uh, help the people stay profitable. Back on that uh, MLB grind after a NASCAR weekend and a NFL weekend. And yeah, man, I'm excited for this baseball slate. We have two Monday night football games as well. We're not going to cover those on the podcast today, but, but Will and I are hosting the Monday night football locks show on Roto Grinders Grinders Live. So, Look at that. We don't have to talk about it. 7.30 Eastern, we'll be talking um, Monday Night Football. And that way, if you are playing the Monday Night Football slate, you can hear our thoughts on that. I mean, what's what's better than that, Will? Two Monday Night Football games. And it's not even like just two Monday Night Football games. And I'm for what it's worth, I think that time's going to change because I think what the first game starts at like 7.15. So um, I'm sure we'll – it'd be really interesting to see how we're going to do the Monday night football show. But anyway, Will, how are you doing? And we get to talk some Monday night football tomorrow. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, should be should be fun because we're going to have – this might be an interesting one. We're going to have multiple uh, Monday night football games. So – might be a first of its kind outside of a a uh, like a, a week one. Um, sometimes week one, I think they'll have two Monday Night Football games. But yeah, other than that, I think this is this is all there is to it. All right, well, let's. I'm gonna message Devin, and then I'll give the people um, the time that we're gonna actually start for that. But let's get into. Uh, this 
baseball slate. We got Houston at Tampa. This game is currently sitting at seven, and it's a slight Raves favorite on most books at minus 120. Luis Garcia against Drew Rasmussen. Uh, any interest here in Garcia going up against Tampa? Oh, I, I think I'm going to let him see on the shelf today. Not that he's a, a bad pitcher, of course, but I think with some of these pieces from Tampa Bay back and, you know, uh, Wanda Franco back as a big piece, the guy's not going to strike out at the top of the order. I, I'm just I'm just not interested. Yeah, I mean, this lineup is definitely getting healthier um, just in general. They still strike out like the bottom half of this lineup, you know, Bethancourt, Peralta, Siri, Choi, Wells, Walls. Um, I mean, there's tons of strikeouts, but with like Yandy Diaz at the top and some of these other guys, um, the strikeout rates definitely go down. So 8,300 for Garcia. Assuming that we get like a full go Scherzer today. I mean, we're going to get into Kyle Wright going up against Washington. You have some pitchers that might be iffy in good spots um, that we'll talk about as well. I just don't see myself ending up on Garcia today. Yeah. Drew Rasmussen, I mean, he's a good pitcher. Um, plenty of times this year I've played him. It's just so hard to play right-handed pitchers against Houston because not only – do they have low strikeouts? They just have so much power on the top half of this lineup. Um, what are your thoughts here on Rasmussen? Yeah, man, definitely uh, going with the fade here. I don't think it's um, anything that uh, – I, I, certain teams I just don't want to take play, play pitches against Houston. Um, the Dodgers um, – the Mets a lot of times. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not playing Rasmussen here at all. It's just the matchup for me. Like yeah. if you're playing 150 teams, I mean, I, I don't know how many people are going to be playing 150 teams with Monday night football and the baseball slate, like the contest sizes, just not as high as they, they normally are. But if you're playing 150 lineups, I think you could play both of these pitchers in, in large field tournaments and take some shots. But, I mean, I'm a three-entry max guy. I probably don't end up on either one of these pitchers. I mean, I, I think they both have talent, and I'm probably not picking on them. Um, but overall, I just don't think this is the spot for either one. Uh, any interest here in the Houston Bats? Yeah, I've got some, some interest. I think I, I do my – might want to one-off some of these guys. Like, you've got Jordan at 6,300, and while that feels expensive, and I know they're in Tampa Bay, uh, this is a guy that has tremendous power. I mean, he can he can send it out of any ballpark. So I think from a one-off standpoint, uh, definitely into him. Uh, the team overall is very expensive. So, you know, if you're playing Houston, uh, just know that, you know, you're eating up a lot of that salary. But Jordan, uh, as a one-off man, like, he's – Big time play here. I mean, just a ton of power in general. Um, someone that could take anybody deep. I mean, this game is in Tampa. It has a seven total for a reason. Um, so I'm probably not stacking Houston here. On the Tampa side, I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing. Um, 
I don't think I'm stacking Tampa. It'd be interesting to see if like a Rose Arena is back in the lineup or not. Wander Franco is still under 5K. Um, I think he's someone you could definitely take some shots on. Garcia, 230 ISO against lefties compared to his 140 ISO against righties. More of a fly ball pitcher. Being in Tampa, maybe that's helpful a little bit. But, I mean, it's probably Wander Franco for me, and that's probably it. I'm with you. I, I think Franco at 47 is definitely viable. Um, I mean, I wish uh, Brandon Lowe was playing as well, but, you know, we, we don't have access to him currently. So it's kind of just one-off central here. Don't want to play the pitchers, don't want to stack the offenses, but don't mind those two one-offs. All right, we got the Cubs heading to Miami to take on the Marlins. Seven total in this game as well. Um, I mean, they're most books have this as Marlins minus 140. We got Wade Miley going up against Edward Cabrera. Any interest here in Wade Miley against the Marlins? I mean, I feel like I should have slight interest at 6,600 against the Marlins, who are, you know, one of the one of the highest strikeout teams in baseball. I don't think I hate it um, because of the price. I mean, he's a guy, I think he can get 15 fantasy points here. Um, his ceiling's probably 20 at the most, uh, but I feel like 15 is reasonable in this spot. So, uh, I, I definitely, definitely don't, don't hate it. Wade Miley is going to be a lineup type of play for me. What lineup is Miami rolling out there? Are they going to play Wendell and Belady Diaz type of lineup? Because if those guys are in there, they all have really high strikeout rates against left-handed pitching. So, I mean, Wade Miley, depending on the lineup, has 25-plus point upside. I mean, only concern here with Miley is since coming back from the IL, he's thrown 69 and 75 pitches. So I don't know if, like, 80, 85 is enough, but he's 6,600 facing the Marlins. So um going to see what this lineup looks like. But honestly, I have a ton of interest in Cabrera on the other side of this game, Will. We get the Cubs here in Miami. There are so many strikeouts in the Chicago Cubs lineup that I can't wait to see Cabrera's strikeout prop today because this is a dude with a 26% K rate. His biggest issue is walks. And outside of maybe Hap, like you don't really necessarily worry about walks in this Cubs lineup. Um, I like Cabrera a lot today at 7,500. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this. Big time, big time play here. You talked about it. Uh, this is a guy that in the right spots, I mean, we've seen him go seven, uh, six, seven, eight strikeouts, nine strikeouts. I'm with you here. I think this is a great spot against the Cubs at home too, Stevie, even more importantly. So at 7,500, I definitely value him a lot more than Wade Miley. He's got strikeout stuff. And, you know, just like we talked about the Houston offense in terms of them being expensive, Cabrera is going to give us access to some expensive offenses if you want to play him. Um, any interest here in the Chicago Cubs bats? No. I don't think I'm playing Cubs bats here either. Um, like especially if Suzuki's not back yet either. 
Like he was put on the paternity list over the weekend. Horner's banged up right now. I mean, I don't think I'm one off in Ian Happ, but he'd probably be my favorite play from the Cubs. Um, and honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in the Marlins in this spot. You know, like I said, it's going to kind of be what's this lineup look like? I, I think Anderson at 2,900 and the fact that you can play him in the outfield now as well makes a little sense uh, in this spot if uh, assuming that he cracks the lineup, but I think he's probably it. Um, Nick Fortes is like six. If he was a little bit cheaper, I think I'd play him in this spot, but I, I really think it's probably just going to be Anderson for me. Well, I'm not playing anyone. <laughs> Zero yeah, it's bad just for me this side. It's just the price for Anderson that stands out to me against the lefty. And it's not like Wade Miley's a huge, like overpowering lefty either. So, yeah. But I hear you on that, not playing anybody from this one. Tigers at Baltimore facing the Orioles. Eight total in this game. The Orioles, a 190 favorite. Alexander against Wells. Any interest in Tyler number one, Tyler Alexander? No. I'm going to pass. I'm right there with you, my friend. Um, like from time to time, and I know you're, you're the prize picks guy, but time to time we get prize picks where they do like over two and a half earned runs. Yeah. I'll be looking at, I'll be looking at that for Tyler Anderson, Alexander today, my friend. Um, <laughs> I like the Baltimore bats a lot. So I checked before we got on, as well and was like seeing if they had posted anything yet and i was like all right all right um other side of this game we get tyler wells he's 6100 he's getting detroit he just will my my biggest concern here is the pitch count he really isn't fully stretched out he's getting detroit he increased 16 pitches in in seven days this is going to be a normal five-day start for him. Maybe, just maybe we see him get 65, 70 pitches here. Is that enough at 6,100 against Detroit for you to have interest? Uh, I don't think so. Not with Cabrera's 7,500. Um, I don't think I can do it, Stevie. And, I mean, he should. Uh, he should be fine. Um, but I just... I don't think I can do it. Yeah. It's just I, the pitches. Like, if he was at 80 pitches, I'd be in, I think. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm just worried about the pitch count, man. Like, if we get something concrete and it's anything over, like, 75 pitches, like, if there's a report that comes out and says, He's going to throw 75 to 85 pitches. I'm in like that's yeah. when I'm in uh, at 6,100. Um, but I, I think the pitch count is going to be too, too low for me on, on Wells. And listen, I'm not playing Detroit bats in this game. Uh, I mean, this is an easy stay away spot for me. Wells is okay, but the Baltimore bullpen is one of the best bullpens in baseball. Detroit's terrible. Like it, this is an easy stay away spot for me. Yeah, absolutely. Not playing Detroit Bats. Definitely interested in the Baltimore Bats, though. Um, yeah, I mean Baltimore. Give me your thoughts here on the Baltimore Bats. 
Um, Cedric Mullins, lefty, lefty, don't care. I am in uh, Santander, 4,900. I am in, we've got um, uh, uh, Jesus Aguilar. I'm in, like, this whole team, man. Rutschman, I am in, 5,100. Baltimore is expensive today. Doesn't matter. They should be able to take care of business against Alexander for sure. So I like them a lot. Yeah, I love this spot for for Baltimore. Um, it's between it's between Baltimore and Atlanta as my favorite pivot off of course today. But I, I can tell you that I'm going to be playing both of these teams, Baltimore and Atlanta. So, I mean, I think Atlanta is going to end up being pretty popular as well, but. Alexander stinks. Um, he just doesn't have big strikeout stuff. He's around 11% against right-handed hitters. Fly ball guy gives up a ton of hard contact. Two-ton ISO against righties. So I'm loading up on Baltimore in this spot. Um, I mean, hopefully Mount Castle's okay and he's back in the lineup. But even if he's not, like Austin Hayes, 3.1K, um, he's going to be a great value play on the slate. If Mount Castle's out, we get Jesus Aguilar at 2,400. Um, in this spot uh, against Alexander. So it's not the end of the world if if we um, get no Mount Castle in this lineup. So like Baltimore a lot, I'm right there with you. Let's talk about your Braves. We got Washington at Atlanta. This game has an 8.5 total, and the Braves are a 340 favorite. Um, Corey Abbott against Kyle Wright. Any interest here in Corey Abbott? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I got to ask. That's my job. (laughs) But like I was just saying, I I love the Braves bats today. Um, They're in a a phenomenal spot here. Let's talk about Kyle Wright. He's 8,800. He really hasn't shown like big strikeout stuff here in the last couple starts against San Francisco and Oakland. Back at home here, getting Washington lineup's a mix. I mean, they don't have a ton of power, but there are some strikeouts in it. But they have guys that make contact. Kyle Wright, eighty-eight hundred. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I like it. Um, I definitely think it's a, it's a. This feels like a solid play. Like I don't feel like he's going to go out and get eight, nine strikeouts. I think he gets like five, but I think he can limit the damage. I think he can go six. Like this feels like a good spot for him to have a solid game. You see, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's going for 30, but I don't think he's going for like 10. I'm thinking 20. And so I, I think at, at that, this salary, this slate, 20 fantasy points is probably going to be okay. He gets anywhere between 20 to 25. I'm feeling good here. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's a bad play by any means. And it's not like Burns and Scherzer have easy matchups. Um, I mean, they're facing each other in a game that should be really low scoring in general. Um, and Kershaw going up against um, Arizona. I think Kyle Wright's on the board today. I really do. Whether he's an SP2 or if he's an SP1 and you're you're trying to stack up Atlanta um, or Baltimore or, or course. So. Chad Cool's pitching in course today. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> San Francisco's in a good spot. 
Stock bats. Uh, any interest here in the Washington bats? No. Yeah, I mean, Alex Call, um, ever since he's gotten called up, ha, 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 um, he's shown a little bit of power. Uh, so, I mean, probably not my favorite play, but he's 2,300 and should probably hit at top of the order or close to the top of the order. But Atlanta is the team here today. Um, I, I mean, they're in a they're in a phenomenal spot here against Abbott, and oh, yeah. they're, they're expensive. But I mean, we've already talked about some cheap pitching. There's some cheap bats in some games. Uh, listen, the Braves are one of my favorite payup stacks today for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, this is whew, a really good spot for them. Uh, Acuna is 5,700. He's expensive. Don't care. Look at um, uh, Ozuna. He's 2,900. He's been cheap all year, Steve. He hasn't really produced a ton, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. Swanson, 53, expensive. Riley, 55, expensive. Uh, you've got Matt Olson at 47, and then Contreras at 49. I think we're stacking the Braves, and then we're taking, Stevie, one of these cheap pitchers. You know, I, I, I got Contreras. I think that's what. I think that's what we're going to do here, and, and, and I think that's going to help us. So, uh, I mean, I said Contreras. I meant Cabrera, excuse me. At 7,500, I think you take him, you add him in these Braves bats, and uh, and we're feeling really good. If you like pitching and low-scoring games, this is probably the game of the night for you. We got the Mets and the Brewers, seven total in this game. Pick them game. Max Scherzer, Corbin Burns. Should be a phenomenal baseball game to watch if you like low-scoring games. Um, Scherzer's been out. It hasn't been too bad. It's about 15 days. He did make a rehab start. Um, struck out seven in, I think it was three, three and a, three and a third, three and two-thirds, something like that. Um, listen, I don't think that he's going to be on a pitch count or anything along those lines here. Um what are your thoughts when it comes to Max Scherzer today? Yeah, I, I don't see that either. Um, he's facing Milwaukee, Stevie, so he should have a really good game. Well, and like, um, to be fair, really quick, just to like point something out, we're getting into that time of the year. The Mets are a game up on Atlanta. Like, they're two up in the win column, but they're a game up on Atlanta right now. Yeah. So every game spicy. matters. Every game matters. Like they've made the playoffs. They're going to be at least Braves and the Mets are at least going to be a wild card team. Don't get me wrong, but winning the NL East being the two seed is huge with the buy huge. So I, I just don't see Scherzer coming back and being like, Oh, we need him for the playoffs. 70 pitches is max here, right? Like we're going to see Max Scherzer go out and be, I mean, we could see him probably throw 95-plus pitches in this spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Max got 90 pitches today, if let's say they said, Max, we're going to give you 90 and that's it, I think he could still go six innings, seven, eight strikeouts against Milwaukee, for what it's worth. So I, I do like Max here uh, a bunch. The interesting thing is the guy on the other side of this matchup, even against the Mets, my only concern 
with Corbin Burns is, I mean, I guess the Brewers are still mathematically in it. They they almost have to win out, and the Cardinals would have to lose some games because um, they're, I think, eight games back. I looked at it earlier, but I don't, I think it's eight. Um, that's, my only concern is, I mean, when you have teams needing to win every game, if he gets into some trouble, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they give him the quick hook, but they haven't given him the quick hook all year. So... Uh, my man burns against the one of the lowest strikeout teams in baseball is is probably my biggest concern i guess um what are we doing here with corbin burns um i think i think for tournaments corbin burns is a, a really good play um i i know it's the mets so don't don't get me wrong like i i understand it's the mets but i i think for tournaments man he's he's still got some upside here I would be sprinkling him in. I'm not saying we're loading up and playing like 30, 40%, but, you know, maybe 15, 20% burns. I think on a slate like this is good. If he happens to, to just have a massively upside game, man, it could pay off huge for you in tournaments. Um, Bats in this game. I want nothing to do with any bat in this game. Um, are you playing any bats in this game? Negative. Yeah. Like, we don't even need to get into it, in my opinion. I mean, you're home run hunting, and it's not like there's, like, a cheap home run. Maybe Vogelbach, but, yeah. Let's talk course. We got San Francisco heading to Colorado to take on the Rockies. 11.5 total in this game. Um, Giants a slight 125 favorite here. Jacob Junis going up against Chad Cool. Any interest here in Jacob Junis? Uh, at the price, I don't hate it, Stevie. At fifty nine hundred, I mean, I think I definitely think uh, he's got some um, some. I think it's interesting for the price. Um, you know, we saw him at Colorado. Uh, earlier this year in, in, in August went, went over six innings had six strikeouts I think he's a viable pitcher here yeah I, I mean I'm not playing him but I hear you um, I just I want nothing to do with like there's too many uh, there were two or three cheap pitchers that I think I would play before him today so uh, yeah I'm out on I'm out on Junis here, and and I can tell you for certain I'm not playing Chad Cool on the other side of this game. Yeah, no cool. He's not cool. Yeah, he's not cool enough for my lineups. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I, Chad Cool. I mean, seventeen and a half percent K rate, five point five xFIP. This dude has a forty four percent hard hit rate on the season. Like, I know we're summing it up, but. We're also in the middle of September, and we've been talking baseball five days a week for too many months to even count. So, I mean, I'm summing it up because Chad Cool is just not good, and he's at, this is a spot where you want all the Giants' bats because, uh, I mean, like I said, he's not very good. So I, I think the top hitter on the entire slate today is Jock Peterson. He's 5,400. He's priced up, which is fam- fine. Yaz is 4K. Crawford is 3,400. 
you're going to be able to stack San Francisco and not worry about pricing. That's why I think the Braves and Baltimore are both great price pivots. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Giants? Yeah, love the Giants. Um, and the, the crazy thing about the Giants, Stevie, is very rarely are they expensive. Like, I know, Jock, like you said, he's 54. Rest of the team's uh, free. Yeah, I mean, you, gosh, like – and I hate playing cores, but on a slate like this, when they're so cheap and you can stack them with a, with a cheap team, like it makes no sense to not play them. Yeah, it makes no sense. I, I mean, the Giants are the top team on the slate against Chad Cool, period. Colorado. I mean, Junis is solid. Like, don't get me wrong. He's not like a Cy Young by any means. Um <laughs> I think what's interesting here is a lot of people are going to stack the Giants side of this game. Junis is hittable. And, I mean, the problem is the Rockies lineup is just not good. Like, Grichik has struggled all year. Connor Joe started a season off solid, but he's been terrible. Hampson's been terrible. Diaz has been terrible. So, I mean, yeah, McMahon, Crone, Blackman, Rogers type of plays definitely makes sense. But I mean, even Rogers, um, I think it was like a hamstring or something that I saw pop up on my feed earlier today. So he might not even be in the lineup here today, but I just, it's more of just closing my eyes, being okay with the names, not looking good and the numbers not looking good and just stacking Colorado. Cause they're going to be lower owned in cores against a pitcher that's hittable. Yeah, I mean, I totally get it, and and I I definitely think you can you can one off some of these guys like Charlie Blackman's is expensive, but I mean at five k at home, uh, I don't hate that at all. Um, CJ Crone has massive power. I don't really want to spend fifty five hundred for him today, but if you do, I get it. So I, I, I'm with you on on playing some course bets, but I don't really want to stack them. All right, Will, we finish it up with Arizona at L.A. taking on the Dodgers. Kelly against Kershaw. No total out for this game yet. Um, Merrill Kelly, 8,100. I mean, just had a solid start against this team. Three earned runs, two home runs, eight strikeouts. It's just so hard to take a right-handed pitcher uh, against the Dodgers. The lineup's just so deep. It's so good. Unless they're giving a lot of guys days off, I just don't see myself using Merrill Kelly today. Yeah, not doing it negative. Listen, they've had times over here the last couple weeks where they have run out a lineup that is bad. They are seven games up on the Mets right now for the number one seed in the NL, and they are cruising. They are cruising to the one seed in the NL right now. So, at like unless this lineup comes out where it's just they're punting the day, it's just really hard for me to have interest in the Dodgers here. So, And they might. I mean, they played Sunday Night Baseball. So they might take a day off for some of these guys. So just check the lineup on Kelly. Kershaw, 9,700 here going up against Arizona. Um, just put up 28 fantasy points against this team. I mean, he was absolutely cruising in that Arizona game. And at 82 pitches in the seventh inning, they're like, hey, you're done. Um, yeah. I don't mind Kershaw. 
I think you'd get more ceiling out of Burns and Scherzer and probably even Kyle Wright. But I mean, Clayton Kershaw has been pitching well all year. It's just, it's the ceiling might be a little limited. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. And here's the thing, too, Stevie. When you say he was cruising, I thought Kershaw was going to pick up seven or eight strikeouts in this game. I think he had four through two or four through three was something like that. Yeah. And then they just fell off. Like I looked and he was at seven innings, <laughs> five strikeouts. And I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. He's like, I'm just, he's like, I'm just, uh, I'm pitching too good right now. I need to pitch to contact a little bit, keep my pitch count down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was amazing. Uh, 10 ground balls in that game, Stevie. 10. <laughs> when Kershaw's on and he's healthy, man, he's still one of the best pitchers in baseball. So Absolutely. Only gave up two hits, 82 pitches. Um, bats. Any interest in the Arizona bats here? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fade them. I mean, Kershaw's pitching well. Uh, just, it's no need to do it. Yeah, it'd be Walker at 4K if anything, but probably not going there. I mean, the Dodgers are always stackable. Um, it's just, it's not the best matchup in the world. Kelly is not a bad pitcher by any means. Um, I don't think I stack LA here, but I mean, thinking about it just in general, it's like. They probably come in at really low ownership. Kelly has struggled a lot more against lefties than righties. I mean, maybe you can stack the Dodgers at like, oh, gosh, man, this is the 10 o'clock game by itself, Monday Night Football. The Dodgers probably all come in at less than 10% owned. Absolutely. Nobody's going to be following their baseball lineups, or most people won't. And, uh, yeah, it's I'm with you. Love the Dodgers here. But we talk about that in a normal slate, Steve. When the Dodgers yeah. are playing late, people just don't want to do it. And now you throw football into the mix. It's just, man, per perfect storm to play the Dodgers today. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. For anybody that was curious, our NFL show will start at 6.45 Eastern tomorrow, not 7.30. So yeah. we'll be able to talk about both football games for lock and uh, have some fun talking about those two good football games, man. We lucked out when it came to our Monday night football lock schedule. I know you do a lot more of them than I do. So maybe I just lucked out um, because <laughs> the, I mean, it, it's just, they're phenomenal games, Tennessee at Buffalo, Minnesota at Philly. They're gonna be good games, but let's play a morning ground game for baseball under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Will? Um, gotta be Cabrera. I mean, yep. he's gotta be the guy. Yep. Um, I mean, if it's not Cabrera, it's probably Tyler Wells or Wade Miley. Uh, so give me Tyler Wells. Hopefully, he gets enough pitches to do it. But it's it's Cabrera. Yeah. Over eight K to score under fifteen. Who's your bust today? Give me Rasmussen. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in that same game and say Garcia. Those are probably my yeah. Two least favorite pitchers today um, in that price range. Over 4,000 to get a home run today, not in cores. Who is going deep today? I love this guy. Give me Rutschman. 
from from Baltimore. Oh, I like that call. I like it a lot. Um, after just kind of like a slow start and injuries and just not looking like himself, the dude is starting to warm up. Give me Ronald Acuna um, to hit a home run today. I like that. I like that. He's warming up at the right time. Watch out for Atlanta in the playoffs, man. They're going to make a run. Under 4K to get two hits, not in cores. Give me a cheap bat that you like today. Um... Man, Stevie, this one is probably more tough than I'm making it. I, I think the easy call is, is one of these San Francisco guys. Give me Brandon Crawford at 3,400. Oh, not in Coors. Can't not take in someone Coors. in Coors. Not Rookies. In Coors. Give me uh... – <laughs> uh, give me – Austin Hayes, if he's in. Yeah, Hayes would be in the lineup. Um, he was one of the guys that I had written down. I had Hayes, and my other one is Jesus Aguilar, assuming that he'll be in the lineup today. Um, really Jeff like him. Lefty, yeah. Yep, really like him today. Give me a stack to score six or more runs. I am going to get away from Baltimore. Um, give me the Dodgers late-night hammer. All right. Um, I'm going Atlanta. I love, love, love this spot for Atlanta today. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely be rolling out at least one Atlanta stack of my three lineups today for sure. Yeah. Will any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. I'm excited to do this show with you. Um it, it should be a fun one. Heck yeah, man. I'm about to, we get done. I am about to fire up Gridiron IQ and dig into these two games, do some research while this uploads and um, doing some lineup HQ premium stuff as well for the two game slate. So if you're into, into some football stuff and you're a premium member, or if you just want some free content, I'll be on all kinds of stuff tomorrow. So they they called the righty out of the bullpen to talk some Monday night football. Um I guess <laughs> that's what happens when you go like six and one on scores and odds for um bets this week. So pat yeah. myself on the back, running out of here before my head gets too big. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.